15 judges, 77 bureaucrats, and 25 armed forces veterans have all sent a letter to the Chief Justice of India, Sri N.V. Ravana, about the Nupur Sharma saga. What happened, what the observations that were made by the Supreme Court judges, and the fact that there is so much heft, intellectual heft, behind this letter, I expect that something is going to happen. Why do I say that? Because let's take a quick look at what the letter says. In the past, many a time when these kinds of clutch of FIRs were filed all over India, the Supreme Court has allowed all of them to be consolidated and heard in a single court. For example, the Delhi High Court, because that's where Nupur Sharma lives, or it may be some other city, but it would it would allow the consolidation of all the cases. And that did not happen, and which is where the importance of this letter comes in, that so many people are saying that, look, this, whatever has happened is very unwarranted, that it should have not happened. But be that as it may, the core question did not get answered. They should have allowed the consolidation of FIR. The law is settled about it. See, this is the thing. When there are precedences of a, such a thing happening, then why was it not allowed in this particular case? So I'm just taking a look at the merits and demerits of the case. So now, having already recorded a judgment, what are the options in front of the uh, Chief Justice of India, Sri N. V. Ramana? Well, there are a few things that I can think of. And uh, what could be happening is that Maybe there will be some sort of a um, compromise worked out that the Supreme Court issues a statement without censoring the judges or their outbursts, but a certain kind of a code of conduct, if you will, of saying that, you know, the Supreme Court judges shall endeavor to stay on the case and look at the merits and demerits of the case and not make observations that could perhaps be uh, misconstrued or that could be outside the scope of the case in front of them. That's one. The other one is that the judgment could be modified to allow clubbing of the FIRs all into one and that that single case be put in front of a particular high court. And I expect that to be the Delhi high court because I believe Lopur Sharma lives in Delhi. I could be wrong about this, but be that as it may, wherever she stays, whatever she has requested, that request, I expect to see it granted. This is not the first time that um, the Supreme Court justices have made such observations. Of course, these observations don't go into the actual judgment. It's called obiter dictum. And we have talked about this, Professor R.V. and I, about the importance of this at a lower level court because these observations could be used at the higher level court. But when you have the apex court making these uh, observations, it doesn't really make any difference. So. I think this needs to happen. I think the judiciary needs to course correct itself because I'm also hearing rumors that a whole slew of judicial reforms, including banning or abandoning the collegium committee could be coming down the pipeline from this government, after which then essentially the whole power that has been that is being enjoyed by the Supreme the judiciary in India may just go up in smoke. I hope it doesn't happen, though. The reason I say that is because, you know, judiciary should be able to self-regulate itself. 
I mean, you may agree with me on this or you may not agree with me, but I look at how it is in the United States. The Supreme Court judges are for life. It's only when they say I'm too old to judge, I'm not able to concentrate when they step down is when the vacancies open up in the Supreme Court of the United States. Thanks for watching. Please like, share and subscribe to our channel. And don't forget to click on the bell button for notifications. Namaskar.